0: LETTER TWENTY-SIX OF ORPHEUS C. Kerr PAPERS This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. ORPHEUS C. Kerr PAPERS BY ROBERT HENRY NEWELL LETTER TWENTY-SIX GIVING THE PARTICULARS OF A FALSE ALARM AND A BIOGRAPHICAL SKETCH OF THE OFFICER COMMANDING WASHINGTON, D.C. JANUARY eleventh, 1862 Scarce had the glorious sun shot up the dappled orient on Monday morn, my boy, when the commander-in-chief of the mackerel brigade received a telegraphic dispatch which reads as follows: General Frost has appeared near Centerville and is now covering the wood and road in our rear. It bore no signature, my boy, but the general believed the danger to be imminent and ordered Captain Bob Shorty to take ten thousand men and make a reconnaissance towards Centerville bob my cherub says he if you can get behind the rebel frost and take the whole confederacy prisoners don't administer the oath until the eagle of america is avenged bob smiled like a happy oyster and says he domino twas nigh upon the hour of noon when captain bob shorty and his veterans approached the beautiful village of centerville cross-trees had been placed under the horses of the cavalry to keep them from falling down, and the infantry were arranging themselves so that the bayonets of the front rank shouldn't stick into the rear rank's eyes every time they turned a corner, when a solitary contraband might have been seen eating hoe-cake by the solemn roadside. Confederate, said Captain Bob Shorty, approaching him with his sword very much between his legs, hast seen the rebel Frost and his myrmidians? I come to give him battle, having heard that he was hereabouts. The Ethiopian took a pentagonal bite of hoe cake, and says he Tell Massa Lincoln that the frost were wear a thick last night, but have gone by this time. Captain Bob Shorty took off his cap, my boy, looked carefully into it, put it on again, and frowned awfully. Comrades, says he, addressing the troops, you have all heard of a big thing on Snyder you now behold it before you this here reconnaissance says he is what the french would call a few pa we must turn it into a foraging expedition charge on yonder haystack and remember me in your prayers twas early eve my boy when that splendid army returned to potomac's shore with two haystacks for the horses and ten confederate chickens for supper nobody hurt on our side I enclose the following brief sketch of the gallant soldier who commanded in this brilliant affair. CAPTAIN ROBERT SHORTY This brave young officer was born in the sixth ward of New York, and was twenty-one years old upon arriving of age. When but a lad, he studied tobacco and the girls, and ran to fires for his health. When eligible to the right of franchise, he voted seven times in one day, and attracted so much attention from the authorities that his parents resolved to make a lawyer of him. On the breaking out of the war with Mexico, he offered his services to the government as a major general, but for some reason was not accepted. He will probably be sent to supersede General Halleck in Missouri as soon as any one of St. Louis writes to ask the President for another change. The general was so pleased when he heard of this spirited action, my boy, that he offered to review the Mackerel Brigade the next morning, and privately informed me that he considered the southern confederacy doomed to expire in less than three months. He said that it was already tottering to its fall, which must take place in the spring. Perhaps so, my boy, perhaps so. Yours for the flag, Orpheus C. Kerr. End of Letter 26